just give a little appetizer. Tell me more, Granny. Just a little appetizer. I think that would be fun to do. What was the Great Depression like? You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. I feel like we need like so a, a Christmas jingle. Because it's kind of like a holiday. Not by you. Ding, 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 Not by you. Um, we giddy have... up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Okay, I, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we have... We have the lovely Haley back. We had her on, man, how long has it been, Haley? Two, almost three years. Oh my gosh. Is that the beginning of this strange three-year phenomenon? We literally reference those episodes so often. Like there were so many good nuggets. So we obviously had to have you back. But this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about like the stress that comes in the holidays and relationships. And Haley Patry is literally an incredible person. And she has so much wisdom and insight into this. So it's going to be great episode. Fun facts. Fun facts. Haley Patry was oh, yeah. the very first interview we ever did on this podcast. And, and more importantly. Well, not more importantly. Equally as important. <laughs> Haley Patry is the voice of the, the laughing couple. She's the intro. So if you recognize the voice and think, how do I recognize this voice? Yeah. It's because our intro is Haley Patry. It's a good voice. It's a little sexier in the intro than when we're talking, but you it know. is sexy. You're right. It is definitely so sexy. Gotta, I love gotta, it. I, I, just, gotta, I just love you both so much. And I love how real and raw and awesome you are. So any way I can hang out on the show, it's always a pleasure. You're the awesome. Best. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do a little, I love you and you're annoying, but we want to base it on um, the holidays and your partner. So what's, what's one thing that your partner does that is super frustrating specifically around the holidays? We know the awkward toots. And if you've listened to our podcast <laughs> uh, in previous, previous years with Haley, it, there's a tooting episode. <laughs> Um, but Not my tooting though. No, no, no. This is a Jeremy tooting, <laughs> but... Holiday, holiday, Jeremy's a different story. So true. Well, my, I love you and you're annoying about my amazing, wonderful husband is that he makes fun of me for the amount of stuff I buy for his family. So we've been together for almost 13 years and I do the shopping, the wrapping, the romantic card writing. Right. And it's like, dude, if I'm going to love on you to this level and do all of it, all you need to say is, Thank you. you. Which foot should I rub first? Right. There's no space for making fun of your personal elf shopper. But all joking aside, I know he appreciates it. And I love to love on his family. But no more making fun of the winner's bills, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you're wanting me to do this. Also, like, maybe some of it's for you. You need, like, a shopping fee, right? Like, you're like, well, I'm doing all of this. So, like, I also picked up a few things for myself as, like, a finder's (laughs) fee. I feel like that's... Decent. More comfortable well, shopping. I know, I know who subscribes to that theory. That's why I never give you the receipt. You're yeah. like, let me see what I bought, what we bought everyone. I'm like, you don't need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> when Christmas comes, everyone's opening the gifts because Brittany's the default parent, right? Obviously. Uh, all the gifts are being opened and I'm like, I'm calculating in my head what I, I remember looking at that at, at Toys R Us. I remember looking at that at, at Toys R Us. I remember looking at that at Walmart. I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't, doesn't equate to our I'm Visa I'm opening my own, my own gift. Oh, this is such a beautiful... <laughs> 
sweater from from Marshalls that I got. Santa? Santa was here? Uh, Santa knew my size and my color and my favorite store. Santa Santa knows. Santa knows. Santa knows. Okay. That was a really good one. I like that. You aren't, you're pretty good because you know that I do a lot of that stuff and you're like, whatever, whatever we need to buy, just do it. Yeah. I just want people to be happy during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a, a present for Ryan to watch what we get sometimes. Cause he's like, huh, that w- I, that's what my dad was like growing up. <laughs> he would be like, I wonder what we got you guys. Cause he didn't know. <laughs> like my mom got yeah, everything. You say to the kids, you're like, ask daddy, what did we get you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The truth is Haley, we've learned over <laughs> the course of 12 years being together that I am not allowed to do the shopping, not because I'm not good at it. But because I don't stop. Ryan is definitely the overspender. I also feel like you are a last minute person as well. And like, I don't like that. So it'll be like, well, whatever, I'm last minute. So let's just spend the money because like we don't have any other option type thing. That's not altogether true, but I get it. I get it. I'm the (laughs) type of person that if someone tells me they want something or need something six months ago, I won't forget it. And come Christmas, I'll buy it. Even though it's excessively whatever, mm-hmm. I'll just buy it because I know that that's what they wanted. That's true. Yeah. So much Anyways. love. So much love. <laughs> I, just I, love. I usually like to be wrapped by November 25th. And I haven't even started this year because I'm trying to convince the family to let us buy them a vacation oh, instead nice. of stuff that goes in wrapping paper. Oh, I'm not completed just yet. Honestly, I didn't know where you were going with. I just want to be wrapped. I was like, is yeah. this your own <laughs> gift from your husband? It's funny. We're doing everything. Were you going the same no, way? No, but oh. when she said, when she said, all I want is a, is something be rubbed. Wrapped. I oh. didn't go to feet. Oh my <laughs> I was God. Like, I'm like, I'm just not, I'm going to dodge digress. that. This is Moving what happens when the three of us are tied oh together. God, Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Like, Haley, where are you going? With I do this? want to talk about some, um, maybe some topics that I think will be really relevant to a lot of couples. The first one being, um, you, you, you briefly said to us how to be like inclusive and sensitive to each, to each other's spouses within the holidays. What does that mean? And I think that when you bring two families together, both coming from different gener- generational traditions and then like mixing them, it can get really messy. So how do you set that up before the holidays powerfully so that both cup, like both people in the relationship feel like they've been, they've been heard. Yeah, and it, it's it's such an important thing because we all come from really diverse backgrounds, and I don't even mean necessarily ethnicity, culture, religion, just how we were raised mm-hmm. around the holidays. And then if we add into the mix a blend of different cultures, ethnicities, and religions, it's really sitting down, not on December 15th, <laughs> you know, it's sitting down at the beginning of the year to say, okay, honey, what is really important to you? What's really important to your parents if they're alive or your grandparents if they're alive? Here's what's really important to our family. We also like to do something for charity or to give back. So it's putting on the table what's yours, what's mine, and what are we going to agree on that will be ours so that we build a holiday context big enough to honor both people's needs and preferences. Plus, one person might be all giddy up excited for the holidays, and the other might find it to be a time where they're missing somebody who's Mm -hmm. maybe looking down on them from above, depending on what their beliefs are. They're not excited about the holiday. They're sad. Mm -hmm. They're dealing with grief. Maybe they're remembering trauma from their childhood. And so Mm -hmm. part of being inclusive is just checking in to say, hey, my uppity up energy about the holidays 
does this rub you? Is this inappropriate for you? How are you feeling going into the holidays? Mm -hmm. And we want to leave space that the excited person, if there is one, can be that. But the person that might have that more somber energy around the holidays, that we check in and see how are they doing and what do they need so mm -hmm. that they can get through the season. Yeah, I had a I had an individual we used to work together and she hated Christmas, absolutely mm -hmm. hated Christmas. And for me, I'm like, I'm like Elf from like Will Ferrell Elf. And she's like the Grinch mm -hmm. pre heart growing three times. <laughs> and I couldn't, oh, I forgot about this story. and I could not wrap my head around the idea that they didn't like Christmas. My, my thought was like, who doesn't like Christmas? Uh, and it wasn't until I did a little digging to find out that there was some significant trauma around yeah. Christmas with her parents splitting up and this and that. Mm, um, and then that's when I recognized a, Oh, okay. Not everybody had my mom and dad and my sisters and my cousins and not everyone had the experience of Christmas that I had. And, and it wasn't until I recognized that, that I thought, well, I'm making this girl wrong for hating Christmas. And she has every reason to not like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not a lot different from Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just got dumped or cheated on or your partner passed away, Valentine's Day is not going to be a happy time for you. And if you've lost your mom or grandmother or a child, Mother's Day is going to be traumatic. And, and the same goes for Father's Day. So anytime I write a social media post, which is almost never, but anytime I do one and it's for a holiday, I want to acknowledge both the group that's celebrating it and excited but i also want to acknowledge the group of people where it's really really tough for them and just make sure that they're okay and mm -hmm. sometimes that's our other spouse what are your thoughts on um like i was thinking about this before the podcast i feel like you say like sit down at the beginning of the year kind of lay out what you expect i think that the year can get really crazy and busy and i'm thinking maybe like we do quarterly check-ins but say sometime in like end of october early november i really love the idea of doing like a date night with your spouse and you specifically lay out like what you want this year from the holiday experience. So like maybe something that you're like really, really wanting to get from that. And like you each lay it out, something that you do not want to happen. And then something that like, you listen, I know that you like this. I don't love it, but I will be like available. I think that that sets <laughs> up like the couple like powerfully to, to be expect, first of all, these are my conditions of satisfaction. This is what I want to happen. And then they might change, you know, per year. holiday, per year. I think that's hundred percent. Really, wow. Let me just give a, myself a pat on the back. Yeah. Girl, I'll hire you in my practice. Um, it is such a great idea because it's our job to teach people how to love us. And one of the ways we do that is we don't keep secret conversations. Mm -hmm. We don't wish for things and hope our partner's going to get them right or wait for them to screw it up. You know, if we're wishing for something, we got to put that on the table mm -hmm. and let our partner know what it is, but why? Mm -hmm. Not just the what, why? Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control 
everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. So if you're to ask for something and you don't share the why, your part it might not land for your partner, just how meaningful this is for you. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about it, talk about boundaries. Like your mother or mother-in-law is welcome to visit, but she needs to not stay for two weeks. Right. Or your cousin that gets really drunk and does inappropriate things in front of the kids, that person's not invited this year. Mm-hmm. We talk about what's going to, as you said, what would be awesome, what are you okay with, and what is definitely not acceptable mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And like maybe making like an event of it, like, oh, you know what? It's our, like our pregame for the holidays. And if you don't drink, that's fine. If you do, like we go out, we have a glass of wine and we literally just like lay it all out, like in a note and we have it here. So you're kind of pumped up and you're ready for the holidays or like just make it traditional, make it fun because it shouldn't be like a daunting conversation. It should be like effective communication that you both know you're going to come out of the conversation feeling a little bit more confident about what's to come because the holidays are insane, like so chaotic. And you talk about boundaries and we have discussed this before, but it's like the one thing I feel like in the holidays that gets real messy because oh, yes. you know what I mean? Like, how do you deal with that? Like you with boundaries within your family and your like your in-laws, like that's, that's it's very a, delicate. That's an important subject, uh, especially because a lot of folks over the last three years have had a decline in their mood, mental health and behavior. So what, we might have to reaffirm some of those boundaries. The boundaries are cool because they don't just keep things out. They keep the icky stuff out. They also keep the good stuff in. Mm -hmm. So if there's things that are really precious or sacred to your family, things that you want to be included, you know, for your kids or for each other, 
boundaries are not only protective this way. And so when it comes to holiday boundaries, we've got some family rules. There's a certain volume and certain swear words where they happen, we're out. Mm-hmm. certain behaviors if they start we just kiss everybody on the cheek we pack up and we go mm-hmm. so every family gets to decide what's okay for them and what's not and just because it's the holidays doesn't mean bad behavior is welcome mm-hmm. do you have any tips on like approaching this really awkward conversation maybe with um a mother-in-law or a brother-in-law like how do you approach it and obviously blame it on the kids dynamic- Brit. oh that's blame it on idea. the kids It's like, okay, whoever this person is, mother-in-law, father-in-law, uncle, I really, really love you. We've had so many fun times together. I notice every once in a while when the second bottle gets opened, some words fly out that I can't have my kids hear. Mm. So I'm really hoping this year we get to stay to the end of the dinner. But I'm just letting you know in advance, I love you. I love the fun part. But if we crack that, whatever it is, second yeah. bottle and these words start coming, we're just going to do a round of hugs and kisses and we're going to pack up. Mm-hmm. It's it's out of no disrespect for you. I just got to protect the kids' ears. Mm-hmm. And and so you, you'll be cool if that happens, right? You know, if it doesn't happen, we stay. If it does happen, we go. And mm-hmm. every time it doesn't happen, we'll stay. Mm-hmm. Every time That's it happens, we'll like go. the idea of blaming the children. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Cooper's been saying some inappropriate things lately, and we want to try to limit that. So part of limiting him saying those things is not allowing him to hear these certain Mm -hmm. things. I can definitely blame Cooper for a lot of things. Um, I have one like that. I have one like that. Now, Haley, what I I love about your relationship with Jeremy, every time we do have the privilege to talk to you before a podcast, after a podcast, or like randomly throughout the year, is how committed the two of you are to your relationship first. Mm -hmm. The holidays I find, and I'm guilty of this. I know that we're guilty of this. We put so much of us into other people, into our kids, into our parents, into the in-laws, into our, the aunts and uncles and the nieces and the nephews. We very rarely focus on us for the month of December. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that you talk about in your book and some of the things that you and I have talked about is making time during these times for your partner. Can we dive dive into that? Holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Can you, can we dive into what that would look like and, and how important that actually is? I, I love this topic because the statistics tell us couples who date each other at least once a week, are three and a half times happier than couples that don't. So honestly, no matter what your love language is, having that little bit of quality time together in your marriage, it's non-negotiable, it's like oxygen. Mm -hmm. And so I would bookend the stressful stuff with a tune-up quality time for the marriage. Mm -hmm. So if you know you're going into a five-day blitz of New Year, or if your family celebrates Christmas, for example, if you've got Christmas Eve, Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Mm -hmm. Day, recovery, New Year's Eve, you know, if you've got that six day run, why not plan something around December 20th and, you know, January 2nd, so that you and your partner have a way to get your batteries revved up before you go into the marathon of entertaining, Mm -hmm. and then something to reset after and just process and say, how was it for you? I missed you. Mm -hmm. What was good? What do we need to tweak? And tell your kids the truth. Tell your family the truth. Everyone deserves you in your best mood. How do we accomplish that? We take some alone time Mm -hmm. for self and we take some alone time for the couple. And holidays are so much fun. There's so many, regardless of what climate you live in, because I know you two have listeners all over the world, 
there's beautiful light displays. There's mm-hmm. lots of uh, markets and craft fairs. There's live music. There's a ton of stuff to do around this time of year that costs almost nothing, mm-hmm. where you can just be together, get outside, enjoy, and get ready for what's coming. I love the idea of that too, and like have one partner plan plan the pre <laughs> plan it plan it out plan the pre date like pre chaos and then post chaos date. So each person is yeah. kind of taking responsibility there. Um, and it's funny you say this like check in because we are so guilty of this. Whether we're hosting a party or we're like with family um, for some sort of holiday, Ryan and I like literally don't speak. Like at the end, like at the end of the three days, we're like, like holy shit, are you, are you, how are you? Like, I haven't talked to you. Hi, what's your in, name? I forgot right? what your kids look like. <laughs> in between, like, you know, watching all of the, the nieces and nephews, catching up with family, it's very rare that we get to speak. So I adore this idea because then we can kind of check in with each other afterwards, be like, did you know this happened X, Y, Z, um, and get it out of your system and really just experience like things that I didn't know happened for him and vice versa. Uh, You know, what's funny, Britt, think of it like your wedding day. So if you and Ryan were to go down memory lane to your wedding day, one of the greatest advice tips that I would give couples is all inclusive bar. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Go and hide (laughs) for 20 or 30 minutes, like hide in the bridal suite, hide in the limo, hide in a big bathroom, just have a moment where you can giggle together, have a chat, Mm. have a kiss, have something to eat. Your guests won't even notice because there's so much hoopla going on, Mm -hmm. but just hide and regroup for a second. And if you've got 20 people at a house and you've got lots of aunts, uncles, or grandparents potentially around with your kids, Right. Go hide for 10 minutes upstairs, run upstairs, steal a kiss and just be like, baby, how's it going? I'm freaking out. I need you to take over on the appies. Bring a flask. Yeah, like whatever, whatever it takes. But I think people have made the holidays about retail. They've made the holidays about gifting and they've made the holidays about entertaining. Mm -hmm. But we could make the holidays about connecting. We could make them about gratitude. We can make them about memories, tradition, customs. We could make them about giving back and community and ending a year strong and going into the next year strong. Mm-hmm. So if those are our intentions, then we have to put them in the calendar too, not just right. the big party and the big spend and and the big indulgence. Uh, and I know Jeremy and I, we like the kids to actually get down early on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. so that on the 24th, it can be just us because we're yes. about to go into the marathon the next day. I love that idea. Now, the, the last time you were on our podcast, I don't remember what episode that was, but it was the second time you were on the podcast in the first year. We talked about planning sex. Yeah. Right. Scheduling, and scheduling sex. And, it, and at, that, at that time, it was very foreign to us. Mm-hmm. It seemed when you were talking about it and describing it as like, that doesn't sound romantic. That doesn't sound sexy. That, that sounds I'm very robotic. I'm opening up my Google calendar just so that I can show you. Every night on the calendar, it says marriage love. That's so cute. And what that means is that if somebody wants to book me for anything, they can't. It doesn't mean that Jeremy and I show up at attention at 830 naked. It's not like that. It's that we've planned that this is our us time. And we hope that intimacy happens in this us time. It might not Mm -hmm. every time, um, but it's time for him and I. We're we're not calling family at that time. We're not booking Mm. clients. He's not checking Sportsnet, you know. It's time for the two of us. And if you don't clear the time, you won't know when to shower. You won't Mm -hmm. know to brush your teeth. You won't know to stop doing your computer work. You won't know to stop scrolling on Facebook or to have fallen asleep on the couch 
binge watching on Netflix. So right. it's more of the intention for it than day 32. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I was, what I was getting at is like, you were talking about pre Christmas, post Christmas. I yeah. can't help. I know Brittany doesn't technically think about these things, but I can't help but think, okay, so we're going to be at the in-laws on this day and this day. We're going to be at my parents at this day and this day and this day. And if I do no the math, I'm like, <laughs> if I do the math, I'm like, I'm not going to physically be with my wife for the next two and a half weeks. Oh. That doesn't work for me. Right. And so what I was hearing in the bookend is literally schedule intimacy on those times, not just connection as in like getting together, being in communication, but like intentionally schedule physical connection with your partner because i'll tell you after two weeks i miss that mm-hmm. like i your massively wife's miss it. face was so priceless ryan while you were you know she was so lit up and engaged when we were talking about the pre-date and the debrief <laughs> and she's like yeah i'm all in and then you were going here and she's like i knew he was gonna go here i knew, I knew he was gonna ask me it. for sex before and after the holidays. i think it's more like for me um <laughs> and we've had this discussion before i think it's like that pressure to be like you say like scheduling sex. I don't love that idea. I love the idea of scheduling intimacy so that there isn't that pressure there to be like, like, are you naked? I'm naked. Are we ready to do this? Because it's just like, we're in such a strange part in our life right now where we just know each other so well. So it's like, you don't have that like flirtatious, like, you know what I mean? So to schedule being like, we are going to have sex tonight. It's a little daunting. Like I like the idea of scheduling intimacy and then being intimate, whether that's like a massage. And then it like, it might lead to this if both parties are feeling great. And it usually does. I just think labeling like have sex. (laughs) And you saw my, my calendar entry just says marriage love. Yes. Every night. That's lovely. 830. Marriage love. Now I know what I hope it means yes. and it may or may not go there, but yeah, it's all around. I think everything we're talking about with the holidays, staying happy, getting through them, being solid as a couple, when you go in and come out, it's our intention. Yeah. If, if we have the right intention, we're going to make better choices and those better choices are going to lead to better connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly I think it's amazing if you're going to go into a two and a half week run you each teach each other how you need to be loved. Mm-hmm. One of you might say, you can love me by helping with the laundry, the apps, chopping vegetables, entertaining our kids, and sending me a few I look beautiful messages. That's mm-hmm. how you could love me before the holidays. The other person, <clears throat> Ryan, he might say the way you could love me is just sleep with me before the holidays yeah. and sleep with me in between and sleep with me after, and then I'll know you love me and I can handle our mothers better. Yes. So. It's, it's everyone's job to just mm-hmm. tell your partner what uh, what would make it work for you. I feel like I have such a good idea. At some point... <laughs> yeah, here it goes. It is, you're going to like this one. Oh, okay. At some point in our in both of our big family get-togethers, I'm going to send you a dirty text message when we're with everyone just so that I can see your face, just to like add a little spice. It's going to be like when your granny's like just talking about something from her childhood and I'm going to be like, I'm going to suck Yeah, dick. but Britt, then he's going to buy you vibrating underwear for the I holidays. Literally, so true. I was waiting I for her to stop talking. I was waiting for you to stop talking because I was going to say, Brittany, we have a tool <laughs> that I can control no that no one would know you're wearing i don't want to be like i don't want to experience that when i'm with the family i just want to like just give a little tell me more granny 
just a little appetizer. I think that would be fun to what do. What was the Great Depression like? Stop. She doesn't want to be tortured during the holidays. She just wants you to be yeah, tortured. Just like a, wanting well, it's her. more like, here's an appetizer. Like, you'll have the meal in a couple of days. Like, it's just, this is something to get you excited about it. I don't and know. I'm just going to rev you up by, by putting it to, like, volume six. I will not wear those underwear. All right. <laughs> okay, let's pivot. I have a question about, um, well, it, I have two questions. The first part is, I feel like we are at a point in our life right now and a lot of our friends um, who are like we have our growing families most of us have younger children and we are in this like really difficult time about our like transferring or passing the torch so both of our mothers love Christmas and I mean like full-blown obsessed and they love to host and they love to do all of the things and decorate the children the memories it's amazing they're adult elves yes so um (laughs) It's a lot and we, we enjoy it. Like I've always grown up and I've had really incredible memories at Christmas. And so has Ryan, although those memories are still here. It's also freaking exhausting because we are packing up our entire family and we have so much shit, like so much shit. When do we respectfully say, Hey, could we maybe pass this torch if you're wanting to? And like we host every other three or four years. Like, do you know what I mean? So that, because we also travel like, like a long way to go visit. And so the idea of like having them come to me or us going to um, my sister-in-law's house, like passing it right without offending them because they love to host so much. But at the same time, I would love a year where I'm not like dead ass exhausted. Do you know, like, does this make sense? And I know a lot of other people feel this way. And I love that you imagine not being dead ass exhausted to host it at your house, Britt. I think that's It's that just is awesome. a different, it's a different <laughs> exhausting. Like, I think that like waking up on Christmas day, I've always had this like idea. And I mentioned this to Ryan and he was like, absolutely not. No, I love, I love the chaos of, of Christmas. But this is where we have like these conditions of satisfaction. Like last year was twofold like it was really shitty because we actually all had covid during christmas and we didn't get to see our family which was so hard but there was a very small part of me on christmas day that was like this is lovely because it was just my family and there was no chaos and Brittany was over covid so we all had covid no you didn't and Brittany, i had covid i got covid on no. christmas oh maybe you did i'm dead ass tired I felt great i'm dead ass tired dealing with covid Brittany, Brittany's off to is completed 10 day quarantine. Okay. She's feeling great. She but loved I don't life. Have to see anyone. Listen, so let's, just let's answer Christmas your question, Britt. Let's answer that question because this is something that families go through, not just in December. They go through it when they're planning a wedding. They go through it around how to raise kids. They go through it around every subject that families have had a set in stone way of doing right. things. And now this younger generation wants to make some enhancements. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the best time to talk about it is when it's come on your mind, it's come on your heart, and you have spoken to your partner about it. And we did it in our own family. So in my husband's family, my mother-in-law is like what you describe. She puts aside funding every month for the entire year so that her Christmas budget yes. is intact. She goes all out. She has an entire bedroom in her house that accumulates the gifts leading up to the season. That is they load the tree three times for three different groups of people because that's how much stuff goes into yes. it. And it's really important to her. Also, because there's been some matriarchs that have passed away, it's really important to her to keep that tradition. Right. We recognize if you frame it as an opportunity – There's a way to keep parts of the tradition alive and pass the torch. So at some point, my sister-in-law said, hey, 
I have a little bit more space in the kitchen. No, we we could mm-hmm. all fit here. Mm-hmm. You could still make your key dishes, but you wouldn't have to do everything. Right. So this year, Christmas is going to be at my sister-in-law's instead of my mother-in-law's, which mm-hmm. is a big deal. For seven years in a row, I was saying, could we do Secret Santa instead of 36 gifts? Right. And it was a no and a no and a no. But eventually, everyone went through some financial changes. Mm-hmm. We asked again, and they said, yeah, we can start doing Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. We suggested for years, how about we just buy gifts for the kids and experiences mm-hmm. for the adults? Right. And so sometimes you're going to ask a lot of times before change happens. That's why I wouldn't wait at all to make the ask because you mm-hmm. might not get the yes this year. Mm-hmm. And I think when we want anything, we start by acknowledging what's good and then asking for the change. Mm-hmm. So I'd start by saying to your mom, mother-in-law, thank you. Like mm-hmm. we have a lifetime worth of memories. You've worked so hard. You've put in so much effort. You've done so much. Our memory bank is so complete. Thank right. you for all of that. And we're requesting that every other year we have a chill Christmas mm-hmm. morning. It's we'll come even, join you. At yes. Night. I love that idea. And it's not like I truly love going up to Ryan's parents' place because um, my brother doesn't have any kids. So this is like the time that our kids are so floored because all of the cousins are there and we love it. And honestly, like my in-laws are incredible. Like the meal, everything is like all out. It's more like, I think it just comes from my own traditions as a child I remember Christmas day was like off limits. Like we literally woke up and it was just our unit. And I truly had the best memories that day because like me and my family would play board games. Then as we got older, like my brother would go to the movies on Christmas day. And like, it would be these like small traditions that I'm having a hard time, like trying to protect, protect the time. So what we do in our family, we have to ourselves until two o'clock on Christmas day. Mm -hmm. So we can wake up, the kids can see the coconut footprints that Mm -hmm. look like snow. Uh, We can do just the five of us, our core five. We can be in PJs. Jeremy makes a big, you know, pancake breakfast And then we go to my mother-in-law's after two Mm o'clock. So we get a part of that day to protect just for us. Mm -hmm. I think some families have to design that hybrid where you protect some of what you need for you, give them some of what they're asking to be traditional. So what would be your ideal, ideal Christmas, Brett, if it was up to you? Um, I think that we struggle because Ryan's parents are three hours away. So as much as I would love the two o'clock, I'd be like, no problem. Cause we usually leave at noon, which is like decent, but then we're not getting there till three. Right. So also like driving for three hours in the middle of December is a little scary sometimes too, because it's quite far and we don't know what the weather's going to be like. Ideally, I would love to like spend the whole day at our house and be there for Christmas Eve, like for Christmas Day Eve, like I I love that because we do Christmas Day for the cousins and the nieces and nephews the following day, so Boxing Day, right? Yeah, we do Boxing Day for my father-in-law's family. That's his Christmas. Right. I think it's just like I'm really holding on to this, like I just want our family, our unit to have to build these memories as well without missing out on like the big family, right? Because I love them both. If I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like you're just asking to leave at three o'clock instead of (laughs) noon. It just is impossible. I think for me, I think for me, when I really look at it and like, I love what, what Brittany calls chaos. I love that. That to me is Christmas. (laughs) Like it feels like the home alone rush to get to the airport. Right. It's like, it's the energy. It's the excitement. It's the bouncing back and forth. We're like, get your coat 
time. Like it's not fun. I love it. But what I when I when I hear from my wife is that that creates stress for her. And so I'd say for me, looking at our kids at eight and four, when when it's when I'd say when it's eight and twelve, it might be a different story because that's when they would want to play board games with us at mm-hmm. home and sit down. But as as them being such small kids getting there and the chaos of it and seeing their cousins and all that stuff. This might be something that we can work our way towards as they start becoming more independent and wanting their own alone time or whatever to be able to say, okay, listen, as the Ostafi family, we're going to sit there and we're going to leave at three o'clock and we're going to, we're going to meet you guys at seven o'clock at night and we're going to have the late dinner and we're going to do this thing. And then in the morning, we're going to celebrate Christmas with you guys. I see that as a plan. And there's so many ways to do it. You guys, one way to do it would be, make it part of your tradition to pick the coolest hotel that becomes your every year Christmas Eve hotel. And you get to wake up in their city, which I happen to know where it is. It's near some very cute winter spots. Uh, And you guys wake up in your hotel and you do the big breakfast and you chill and you play games and you do your PJs and you're a 10 minute drive to the in-laws. So you get to have the whole day. Mm -hmm. That becomes the tradition. Or pick a different day. In, in our family, we celebrate some things the day before or the day after, so we don't have to share and we don't have to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if we do Mother's Day for all the moms on Sunday. We can do mine on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel I like that. a person, too. Yeah. Maybe you guys make Christmas Eve Eve, the 23rd, mm-hmm. as how your kids and your core four get that big Christmas Eve feeling. And then mm-hmm. all day on the 24th is your PJ Games mm-hmm. awesome day. It's a really so, good idea. The main, the main answer is you come to the table to talk about it mm-hmm. as soon as it's on your heart and on your mind. Yeah. You get out your creative caps and figure out how how could we make it work or mm-hmm. how could we make it work my way and your way at least half mm-hmm. of the time if we can't come up with a solution that works for both of us all of the time. I think um, to, just to end that, I think part of my want for that too is that we... I feel like on Christmas morning, we have those couple hours and then the kids like rip their gifts open and then bye, you know, like they don't get to like experience them and enjoy them. them. And I'm like, why did we spend all of this money? And they're just like, man, like they're more just like open. Let's move on. Like I want them to sit. I want them to play. I want to learn things. I want them to show me. And we don't really get that. So I think that this year is going to be a bit different. My parents are actually leaving before Christmas this year and we're celebrating them like a bit early. They go to Florida. Um, so we might just be able to change some things around for our family, but you're right. It definitely comes down to like that communication. Um, do you have something to ask? Yes, I do because I know that we're running out of time for you. Um, we had a, we had a guest on two Christmases ago who talked about the financial burden of Christmas Mm -hmm. And she talked about creating January's visa bill backwards. Mm-hmm. Now, in pre-interview conversations, you talked about creating an outcome for the holidays and working your way backwards, non-financial. I think that's a great place for us to have a conversation before we go and go in a different direction with each other today. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's such an important consideration because there's some things, you know, let's look at New Year's resolutions for a second. Most folks that do New Year's resolutions think about their waistline and their bank account. You know, they think body and money, and then it falls flat. And they forget to set meaningful goals about their family, their connection, their mental health, uh, their contribution or their personal growth. 
But since most people are thinking about their their money, why do we forget that in December only to deal with a balloon in January that causes real stress? And part of it is because partners have different spending styles. And so that is a consideration. Um, different <laughs> financial personalities. Uh, ultimately, you're going to do all your all your money with purpose, how you earn it, spend it, save it, invest it, give it. Uh, but for couples to get a plan in mind, I like to have what I call a money Monday date. And this is a chance as a couple to just take five minutes and say, honey, we're really flush this week or we need to be really tight this week. We have an investment opportunity or we just had a big expense on the car and we've got to be pretty careful. It's whether you are financially joint, financially separate or hybrid, it's having that talk so that somebody doesn't gulp in January when they see all the bills mm -hmm. and somebody isn't then sitting on their hands feeling really embarrassed mm -hmm. about not talking about it. Um, so yeah, we Jeremy and I always talk about, is this a big Christmas or is it a cautious Christmas? And how can we still make our gifting really meaningful if we're doing it with a budget conscious, budget mm -hmm. conscious energy. I love, I find because we've moved to like an e-commerce style of a life of a lifestyle where whatever we want, we click on it and it shows up at our door the next day or the day after I'm yeah. finding Christmas being a lot harder to buy gifts for the kids for, because they literally have everything. When I grew up, you, you got something for your birthday. You got something for Easter. You got something for maybe Thanksgiving. You got something for Christmas. That was it. And so like, that's a lot. Like, Thanksgiving, you got gifts. Like I'm thinking, it's it's for most people just Christmas saying, and birthday. I'm, I'm just saying You're what spoiled. I experienced. <laughs> That's a lot. But there was four events where you got things, and then throughout the rest of the year, there wasn't. And so I find that's a that's a challenge. But what I love about what you were saying uh, before we got on here was you actually have the ability to create the Christmas experience that you're looking for, and it's not necessarily about the gifting. Part of it is, but it's totally from an not. experience. Um, and, and I think that's the one thing that we don't think about because of the chaos and all of that stuff is like, what are we actually trying to create here? Mm -hmm. So I'm dying to tell you, uh, what we do for our kids in recent years, because yes. I think it's something that a lot of families would really love. We date each of our kids and, and I have three boys. So what that looks like is I spend alone time, with each of the three of them. Jer spends alone time which, with each of the three of them. And around the holidays and their birthdays, we give them the choice. Is there something that you really, really want? Or would you rather pick the city and we go do a hotel weekend? Mm -hmm. And so we take one, one of our little guys absolutely loves to go to an indoor water park. And instead of buying him a ton of stuff he's going to forget about in three months, we'll spend the same amount of money, but give him a weekend that he's going to talk about for a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. You know, one of our other kiddos really loves to go to Niagara Falls and do all the things. And so we give them the choice because loving people isn't, I want to love you this mm -hmm. way. Loving people is about caring to love them in the way they want to be loved. And so... Even amongst couples, my husband knows, don't put it in a box, don't put it in a bag. If you want to get me the gift, get me alone time with you. Book mm -hmm. us a respite worker. Book us babysitting with all the three people. Mm -hmm. You know, get us into a little Airbnb. The best thing you could give me is quality time with you. And so maybe this is the year that as you are both at all your loving family's houses, plant the seed. Mm -hmm. Talk about the unnecessary stuff. Talk about cool shows you want to go to or adventures or day trips um, or hotel stays. Talk about the kind of memories and see who's in your audience. I bet there are other members of your family that are going to go, 
Reagan, thank you. Somebody yeah. had to bring this up. I'm glad it was you. Um, okay. So we also, we're just going to, um, say thank you, first of all, for all of this amazing information. And we are going to link, um, Haley's stuff. It's already on our website, but we'll put it in the show notes. Haley is incredible. If you text her, like literally text her, she Don't will call her. text don't, her. Don't be weird. Just text her. She'll give you a free digital copy of her book called happy love, which is incredible. It's literally, there are so much, there's so much information in that book, um, for couples. Like it's, it's really, really good. We have literally the traveling pants of sisterhood yes, or whatever that thing is to all of our friends. To that, that yeah, book. it's amazing. That so, book has been in every neighbor's house. All you have to do is like text her and say, Hey, I heard your, I heard your interview, um, on the laughing couple and she'll, she'll send you a copy. Um, and also like Haley does like amazing coaching for couples. Um, so please reach out to her because you will not be disappointed. Thank you so much. This Haley was lovely Patrick, as we always. Love you. Love you. I love the two of you. And for those of you that end up watching this in listen only mode, you will miss the fact that Brit Ostafi is a brunette today. Oh. So that's some <laughs> big news. Yeah, it's a little darker, but it is here. Yes. I'm, well, I'm you two woman. are fabulous. I always love and appreciate your openness, your vulnerability, your bravery, your goofy, just adorable <laughs> dynamic. And, you know, if I was sharing a couple last thoughts for couples gearing up to the holidays is make sure you have your holiday date with the person that is your mate. Don't forget oh. to have that time together. Uh, go into these holidays intentionally. Don't just let them roll on autopilot. Everything you think of from last year that makes you want to roll your eyes, that's a crucial conversation. Share a new vision for how you'd rather it be. Be the brave one in your family that gets people talking. And you might just find that you cause a whole lot of relief because it's been on other people's minds too. They're waiting for some brave person to bring it up and say, hey, can we shake up the traditions a little? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to different preferences from one spouse to another or one family to the other, consider choosing a whole different date like the day before or the day after maybe an every other year solution or at least present your case to each other for why this is so important mm -hmm. and agree to try it you know what's the harm in trying it for just one year you might all love it so or true. you might all say we're going back to tradition that yeah. really didn't work. Tradition <laughs> I love it. It's Thank you so much. It's yeah. just a Christmas dinner. That's true. I love Kelly, it. We love you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Love you both. Have an amazing holiday. Merry Christmas.